Good morning, church. How's everybody doing today? Excellent. Two out of 50. (laughs) So uh, we have a few announcements today. Tomorrow we will be having our Zoom prayer meeting at 7 p.m. We will email the link out for that tomorrow. Um, Monday night, the youth group will be meeting to see the um, Christmas star or the Bethlehem star. If you are a teen or if you know a teen who would like to join us, please talk to me or my wife Amanda um, or the youth leaders at the church so we can get that set up and get you all the information. Christmas Eve candlelight services are going to be Thursday night at 5 p.m. and 6.30, so please come and celebrate our Savior's birth. And now we're going to welcome up Miss Anita. Good morning, everyone. Merry Christmas. Everybody must have left early to go visit with their families. I hope nobody's sick. But I'm so happy to see you guys. Okay, Mateo, you got your box? Come up here. Take the lid off. You can put the lid down there. And hit that button. You can take the box with you. Christmas is such a fun time of the year. Having friends and family together, you might hear a lot of laughter. Whether you giggle or a great big belly laugh, laughter is one language that everyone understands. You don't have to learn how to laugh. It's a skill you're born with. Babies start to laugh when they're only three months old, long before they learn to say, mama, dada. There's nothing like a tickle fight to get the laughter and giggles going. But here's the question, can you tickle yourself? Nope, the answer's no. A big part of the reason you laugh when you're tickled is because you are surprised. If you try and tickle yourself, your brain knows what's coming. You're not surprised, so you're not tickled. Real laughter is one of those things that just happen. Something seems funny, and before you even think that it's funny, your brain has you laughing. But you can't make yourself really laugh. Laughter is also contagious. If you hear someone laughing, chances are you'll be laughing real soon. Some people even claim that laughter can heal you like medicine. Scientists aren't too sure about that, but we do know that laughter is fun, helps you make friends, and it helps you feel good inside. Laughter is a gift from God. It heals our hearts and brings us joy. But there's a huge difference between laughing with someone and laughing at someone. Don't use laughter as a weapon to hurt others or tear them down. Always try to treat others the way you want them to treat you, and no one likes to be laughed at. 
Laughter is a gift, and it's meant to be shared. A funny story and a good laugh might just be the medicine a friend needs when they're having a bad day. Remember, word and actions, yes, even laughter, should always be loving and kind. So what is the key to being happy and feeling like laughing? There's only one thing in the whole wide world that will make you truly happy. There's only one gift that gets better as the days go by. God loves us so very much and wants us to be happy and live a good life, so he sent us a gift. God sent Jesus, his only son. It is having Jesus in your heart that brings out the happiness. The more you get to know Jesus and the closer you get to him, the happier you become. If you are sad and angry, are you going to feel like laughing? I don't think so. The more you become like Jesus, the happier you are. We should thank God for our laughter. Let's find ways to use it to make others smile and bring them the joy that God gives to you. Second service, we're going to talk about a gift with the power to change Christmas. Merry Christmas to everyone, and remember, God loves you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Miss Anita. Um, I will be using all of that information the next time people don't laugh at my jokes. You guys are wise. <laughs> all right, so we're about to get ready. Who's ready for the word? Perfect. We're going to bow our heads in prayer and then get started. Dear Lord, we want to come before you today and humbly submit ourselves to your will. We want to do this in recognition of your creation, as well as your redemptive story throughout the Bible. It culminates almost 2,000, a little over 2,000 years ago when you sent yourself and your son to come down and redeem us as a people. We want to honor that gift, and so we ask that today you would give us your spirit to propagate within us the will that you have for this earth so that we may be the people who bring more people to you and the people who continue to make your creation what you wanted it to be. We ask for strength and wisdom to forgive people who have sinned against us or harmed us, and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for the forgiveness that you have already given us. We just ask that you touch every heart and every mind in here and bring everybody closer to you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning, church. Let's all stand to our feet. If you're listening online, thank you. Please stand with us. And if you're visiting here, welcome. So we're going to wake you up a little early. Clap your hands with me if you would. Here we go. And go tell. 
silent hills by night Behold, throughout the heavens There shone a holy light Here we go! Go tell it on the mountains Over the hills and everywhere Go tell it on the mountain That Jesus Christ is Lord says you can't have fun with Christmas songs. <laughs> forever God is faithful, forever God is strong. Forever God is with us forever.
as we worship, as we sing praises to our Lord, for he is great and greatly to be praised. Bring love. 
Today we light the uh, last purple candle. Uh, if I could, if I could please have uh, uh, Gary and Patty, could you guys please come? If you, if you so could, and uh, it'd be an honor to have you guys light this candle as we read. So on the fourth week of Advent, we light the final purple candle to mark the final week of prayer and penance as we wait for the birth of our Savior. This final candle is the angel's candle, symbolizes peace. It reminds us of the message of the angels, peace on earth, goodwill toward men, amen. amen. Luke two thirteen. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. Amen. I can help you with that, brother. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. So you just press. Yeah, yeah. 
process first. Don't. Here, sorry. How about we do it together? Is that okay? Hey, I can't even light it with it. We did it, guys. We got it. Amen. Thank you so much. We'll leave it right there. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Amen. Let's pray, folks. Let's bow our heads this morning. Let's pray. We have a lot to pray for. Who has a need this morning? Raise your hand if you have a need. Amen. Bow your heads with me as we pray. I would ask you just to lift that up right now in Jesus' name. Father in heaven, we want to just pray um, for these, Lord. Um, we want to lift up the uh, Del Sedato family to you. We want to pray for Agnes and Megan and Hannah. We want to lift up Mike and Yvonne. Marcus, Carol, and Linda. The list can go on and on this morning. And, but Lord, there is someone who's in the hospital this morning, and, and uh, we just lift her up to you right now. Jane right now is in the hospital, and we, we just ask, Lord, for a covering to be upon her life as she's in there, maybe watching online with us right now, maybe not, Lord, but that you would just surround her with your Holy Spirit. God, that you would protect her, God, from this virus and that you would uh, heal her body, we ask in Jesus' name. God, we thank you for days like this, Lord, when things sometimes don't seem to be going right. Um, candles aren't lighting. Uh, kids are going crazy in the morning. Uh, we're tired. It's been a long week. But what an amazing thing it is that we can come into your house and give it all to you and say, Jesus, here it is. Here's my life. We come here this morning, Lord, to honor you, to hear from you, to worship you, to thank you. Like the song says, it's your breath that's in our lungs. We pour out our praise. We pour out our praise. If you're watching online with us, sing with us as we sing out this chorus again. It's your breath. Sing with us, church. It's your breath. In our lungs, so we pour out our praise, pour out our praise, it's your breath, it's your breath, in our lungs, in our lungs, so we pour out our praise, to you only, it's your breath, in our lungs, so we pour out our praise, pour out our praise, it's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you only. 
Heavenly Father, we just ask God that you come before us uh, once again. Thank you for being here. Uh, what I have here on paper, Lord, take it away if that need it be, Lord. Whatever you have to say, I pray, you just speak to every heart here. Speak to the heart that's broken, the heart that's empty, the heart that's hurting, the heart this morning that's doing just fine but just needs some encouragement, and most importantly, to someone who's not saved. God, I pray you would just pour out your spirit upon this place. Fill us with the spiritual food, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Thank you, church. Thank you, musicians. We so appreciate you guys. Amen. Let's give our worship team a hand. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, thank you for joining us this morning. Um, here at Home Church of the Nazarene, we are so blessed um, to have you all those that are here, it's so good to see your lovely faces. Um, you know, if, if I don't see you at church and I call you, please don't take that as a, look, I just care, okay? It's not like, where were you? I just, I miss you. Is that okay? Amen. Um, and there are days, you know, I think I see you and I don't see you. My wife says, no, they weren't. I don't think I did that. And so just bear with us, folks. We can only be at one place at one time, okay? Um, but we love you all and we so appreciate your faithfulness and uh, you being here this morning with us. Um, before I get started, before I even start my sermon, I just have to get something off my chest. Uh, I don't know what it is, but my, my I, let me just get the record straight. I love Christmas. But me and my fam, my kids and I, we were having a little discussion, a little heated argument. They were calling me the Grinch because... I don't like to put up my Christmas in September. Do I have a witness here? Am I the only one? Oh, thank you, brother. You know, these stores, I don't know what they've done, but they, it's like, it's end of September and they already got Christmas stuff up. It's all about business. I like putting up my tree on Thanksgiving Day. Is that okay? Is that still too early? Carlos, I'm going to tell you, you thought I was bad. <laughs> He's saying after. Hey, I like this. Amen. Amen. Who's ready to hear the word this morning? Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go to Luke chapter 1, verse 26. <laughs> I don't know what it is. This week has been a crazy long week. I am, I'm exhausted. Who's tired this morning? And I don't know what it is, man, I've got a lot of hands going up. I don't know what it is about Sunday morning, but the pillow seems to be softer. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm serious, I don't know why. You know, it could be Saturday morning, and we're, we're, we got to get up even earlier because we got to hit the mountains or go slow, you know, sledding or something, and I'm up. But for some, for some reason, Sunday morning, the pillow seems to be softer and just, it like talks to me, you know, just like, hey, and... Uh, and so I have to tell him to get behind me in Jesus' name. You know, I just have to say, hey. But anyways, church, it's so good to have you here. Luke chapter 1, let's go ahead and read, starting at verse uh, 26. Amen. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, somebody say Joseph, of the house of David, the virgin's name was Mary, somebody say Mary, and having come in, the angel said to her, rejoice, 
highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Wow. But when, her, but when she saw him, she was troubled at this saying and considered what, what manner of greeting was this. Then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. And he will be great and will be called the son of the, of the, of the highest and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. Verse 33. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom. There will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be? Since I do not know a man. I want to stop right there real quick. I when I was reading this earlier this week, it just hit me. Sometimes it's okay, it's very important sometimes to get clarification from God when he speaks to you. Um, this is very important because God will speak to us and we'll try to fulfill God's promise on our own, right? Mary could have easily have said, really, I'm going to go find myself a man. Or I need to, I need to go see him right now. <laughs> We have children here. I, I, I need to go give him a hug. How about that? I, I, but but instead, of Mary, instead of Mary doing that, she got clarification right here. She said, how can this be since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of your Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. This is uh, part two of our mini-series, Why Them? Somebody say, Why Them? Why Them? Last week we talked about how God used Joseph and Mary to be the instrument to bring forth and raise God in human form. God used Joseph and Mary to raise the Son of God. I asked a question last week, and I'll ask again, if God had to do that today, if God had to bring Jesus now, could he choose you to do that? We took a look at Joseph's life, and the word shows us that Joseph was a number one, Amen. Thank you. Somebody was paying attention. Thank you, brother. Joseph was a just man, which is innocent, holy. He made the right choices. He wasn't perfect. He wasn't perfect, but he made the right choices. I got to throw this out here for the single ladies who might be watching right now online or here this morning. You want to meet and marry a just man? Just be a just woman of God. So when that guy gets on his knees and says, will you marry me? You'll know right away to say either yes or heck to the no. Amen. Amen. Thank you. That was for free. Sorry, I didn't, it was in my nose. Number two, he heard from God. And number three, to top it all off, he heard from God, thank you, and he obeyed God. I want to go back to Luke real quick, and I want to look at Mary now. Somebody say Mary again. Mary. Mary. I want to look at Mary, starting in verse 28. And having come in, 
The angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Here's my first point. Mary found favor with God. Somebody say favor. That's incredible. Highly favored one. Favor is a significant thing. Favor is when God smiles on you, when God delights in you, when God looks at you and takes pleasure looking at you. I don't know about you, but I want some favor, amen? I want to be favored with God. God's looking at our lifestyle, and he's watching how we behave. He's the one who knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. Forget Santa Claus. Jesus is coming back to town. Favored one. She found favor. God favored Mary. When I was reading this, I thought to myself, would God favor me? Would God favor us? And as I look across this church, I believe he has. I believe God has had grace and mercy on us. He found goodwill. He found the ability to have salvation put into our lives because here's where I'm at in life and here's where some leave. While other people are chasing material gain and the things of this world, just give me favor because favor opens up a door that money cannot buy. Favor can do for you and me what no man can do. Favor. Out of all the stuff in the world, this this world has to offer me, just give me favor. God, by your grace, I want favor. Lord, by your mercy, I want favor. I want loving favor. Proverbs 22, 1, it's on the screen, but Proverbs says, loving favor is better than silver and gold. We are blessed this morning. We, not, we might not have the nicest ride, but I will get to go where I need to be. I might not have the coolest house, whether we're living in the apartment complex or the house up the street or where we're at right now. If I have favor, my home is blessed. Amen? I might not be able to afford Gucci and Prada and diamond rings, but if I have favor... I'm more than well-dressed. God, please, God, please give me favor. Favor. Mary had favor. She wasn't just favored. The scripture says she was highly favored. You know what's incredible here? Is Mary was just an ordinary girl. She was, an, she was an ordinary girl, and what an amazing thing that God can take ordinary people who are willing to surrender to his will to help them do extraordinary things. Isn't that incredible? The God we serve can take someone like me, someone like you, someone here this morning who is on their last dollar, who's on their last leg, who feels like giving up 
and can take your life and change you. Mary was just an ordinary lady. So I know I said something to the, uh, single, the single ladies, but if you're a single man in here, this even goes to the teenagers that are like 14, 15, because pretty soon you're going to be reaching an age where, you know. But you want some favor, man? Find yourself a woman of God. Not one that this world looks at and says, that's it, because... Trust me, most of the time they're caught up in themselves. But you want one that's caught up in God's word, who's seeking him. She might not have 10,000 likes on Instagram, but she's favored by God. The Bible says that a godly woman is more precious than jewels. It also says charm charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is worthy to be praised. Verse 30, then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Number two, my second point, Mary heard from God. Somebody say, Mary heard from God. Mary heard from God. The incredible thing right here when I'm reading this, and look, I've been reading the Bible for years and this never has popped out to me. Notice how even though Mary and Joseph are in different locations, God spoke to them about the same thing. Let me say something to those who uh, are wanting a relationship or are married. Every now and then, you should be hearing the same thing from God. Not always, but there there, there should be some kind of agreement when it comes to the things of God. If there's this constant state of disagreement, that's a sign that somebody is not fully surrendered to God. Right? I mean, there should be something. If we're honoring the same God, if we're worshiping the same God, if we're living to the same God, if we're praying to the same God, we should be able to be able to be hearing the same thing every now and then. There are times my wife is hearing from God and she'll talk to me and I'm saying, you know, let me think, let me pray on that. And then all of a sudden, man, God will, or vice versa. There are times I, I'll say something and my wife says, honey, I think you drank a little too much Kool-Aid. Let's really pray on that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? We're, but, 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 but we're both praying. We're both, you, you guys understand what I'm saying? Single people, don't ever go into a marriage with someone who, who you can't agree with. How can two walk if they disagree? And married person, if, you, if your spouse isn't serving the Lord, don't lose hope. Just, I want to remind you on something. You can't change them, but God can. And he will. Mary got a word from God. Mary got a word from God. I feel led to say this. Husbands, are you loving your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her? Husbands, are we, are we loving our wives as Christ loved the church? 
and wives are we submitted to our husbands as unto God. Hear me, church, marriages don't survive spiritually and, and, and healthy, even physically, when, 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 there's, when, there's, when God's not in the center of the relationship. When the husband's going one way, when the wife's going another way, I don't care how much money's in the bank, that doesn't work. It doesn't work. God loves unity. Somebody say unity. God loves unity in the home. God can work miracles when there's unity. God can can answer some prayers, some amazing things can happen when there's unity in the home that flows from the top and goes down to the kids and goes down into our our lives and our workplace. God, God can work. God loves unity. When a people are unified. And sometimes, again, I want to say again, sometimes God will say something to me that doesn't make sense. It wants to make sense to me, it won't make sense to my wife. And that's where we have to trust God. Sometimes God will tell you to do something that doesn't make sense. It's not always logical. The amazing thing is, though, God spoke to Joseph and Mary about the same unlogical, is that a word, unlogical? About the same thing that didn't make sense. And they responded in the same way. So point number three, verse 38, then Mary said, behold, the maidservant of your Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. My point three, Let it be to me. Wow. Mary, what an incredible woman. And it's crazy how her, she says, let it be to me. And yet her son years later says, not my will, but your will be done. It's incredible how God used this precious woman. Let it be to me. What I'm trying to say is she surrendered her life to God's plan for her life. She surrendered. And no matter what was going on in her life, the questions, the nervousness of the moment, the the confusion... Mary, did you know, like the song says, Mary, did you know, whether she knew or not, she said, let it be to me. Let it be. Let it be fulfilled. God, give us a heart that says, let it be, let it be fulfilled. Let it be manifested in my life, Lord, whatever that means. Let it be. Our marriage is a little rocky right now. Till death do us part, let it be. Man, I feel like giving up. I, feel, I, 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 I don't feel like coming to church anymore, but you know what? Not my will, but your, let it be to me. 
Things are a little tight right now, Pastor. I, I can't, I, I just can't give any more tither offering. But you know what? I'm going to trust God. Let it be to me. Jesus says, pick up your cross and follow me. Yes, Lord, let it be to me. Mary said, let it be. Folks, if you could ever get to a spot in your life of full surrender, and I'm preaching to myself, of full surrender, you will see the impossible happening in your life on a daily basis. God will be doing things in your life, in your family, in your workplace. He'll be answering prayers before you even ask him. He'll be doing things before, before you even ask him. You say, wow, I was just thinking that. Let it be to me. God will open doors for you that no man can close. I want you to ask God this morning a question. I want you to ask what's hindering us. And when I say us, I'm talking you and your family or maybe just you. But what's hindering me from being obedient like Joseph and Mary? It's the simple things. What's hindering me? What's stopping me from being obedient like like Joseph and Mary? Because if you don't get anything from today's message but this, just know, because they were obedient, God used them to change the world for eternity. Because of their obedience, I'm changed. And there are people here this morning that God wants to use in an incredible way. I don't care how young you are or how old you are or where you're at in life. You might be watching this somewhere in Utah or Oregon. But God wants to use you but will you have the heart to say, let it be to me? There's that song, I, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. Even the world knows this. <laughs> speaking words of wisdom, let it be. I have a, a video to show you before we close. Um, I hope those online that are watching are able to see this too. If not, bear with us. And so, if we can get the lights. Amen.
But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from old, from ancient days. Therefore, he shall give them up unto the time when she who is in labor has given birth, and he shall be their peace. A reading from the scroll of the prophet Micah. This one's good. Thank you. Thank you. Teacher, I have a question about the Messiah. I've studied Torah every day. A and shepherd wants to learn. Yes. Do you believe the Messiah will set us free from the occupation? Yes. He will make a great military leader. Are you sure? Just because... Last Shabbat, the priest read from Prophet Ezekiel, and he did not say... How dare you? I'm sorry, teacher. He is obsessed. He brought this animal? I said spotless. Spotless, yes. These are for righteous men. For the perfect sacrifice. Very sorry. Very sorry. Very sorry. You wonder why the Messiah hasn't come? People like you keeping him away with your stains. If you come back here without a perfect lamb, I will banish you all from the marketplace. Now, come, come. I warned you about this. Are you deaf as well as lame? I'm sorry. We are not slowing down for you. You take this run back up to the hill and try and keep up. Or find your own way back. Excuse me, friend. Could you point me to a well in this town? My wife hasn't had a drink in hours. At the other end of the square. Thank you, brother. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Here. Oh, thank you for your kindness. How far have you come? From Galilee, Nazareth. Don't say that too loud here. You know, they say... Uh, Nothing good can come from... I know what they say about Nazareth. Don't worry, I won't tell anyone. Secret safe with me. Thank you for your kindness. And my name is Simon. Out of my way. We must go. Thank you. Uh, 
Yes, well, next time, I will wipe my hands with his robe. He would faint. <laughs> a Pharisee is so cheap, when he writes his will, he names himself as the heir. <laughs> <laughs> and then he still doesn't get much. No. <laughs> Finally, he's back! Hello, Simon. <coughs> Stay with the sheep. He is useless. Why do you keep him around? He's a good boy. Uh, you want some dinner? Finally. Aaron made dinner tonight, so nothing is cooked. Oh, yes. <laughs> the food is fine. It's my grandmother's recipe, so leave it alone. Yeah, then that is why your grandfather left. <laughs>
himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And shall call his name Emmanuel. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. 
Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. To establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. I told you not to come back here. So where is it? Have you found a spotless lamb for sacrifice? me right there because there were people then doing everything right but yet missed Christ's coming and it scares me my heart is Lord I I pray that I I don't ever become where I'm trying to I'm, I'm so focused on all these other things and yet I might miss your second coming. Mary and Joseph were used by God to bring the spotted lamb. We have the ability to come before him today. What a blessing that is, amen. Let's bow our heads. Spotless lamb, amen. This morning, Lord, I just, I would ask God that, um, anyone here this morning whether they're new or have been coming here for a very long time that they would be reminded this Christmas Lord that they are loved and that we are together in this for the long haul and God I would just send I would just ask you send your encouragement to anyone God who is going through something who is struggling with something who is who is uh, worried about something uh, there's a lot of changes going on in a lot of our lives. And I pray, Lord God, that as long as we surrender to you, you will make the impossible happen. Lord, as I look at Joseph and Mary and I see their lives and see everything they went through, just to have the child and after, Lord, yet you were there through it all. Even though there was no room in the end, 
he was still born. And he's here this morning. And I thank you, Lord, for your presence. I thank you for your Holy Spirit, for sending your son as he died on the cross for our sins to take our place. And this morning, church, if that's you, and you say, Pastor Carlos, I need to receive him, I would ask you to invite him into your heart, invite him into your life, surrender your will to him. We have second service coming in a little bit, and, and uh, so I want to, um, if, if the Lord is speaking to you, I would just say, I would just stay, stay in your pew, come down and pray. Our brother's going to sing this song. Whatever the Lord's put on his heart, amen. Hallelujah. All to Jesus I surrender. All to thee I freely give. And worldly pleasures all forsaken. Take me, Jesus, take me now. And I surrender all. And I surrender all. And all to Thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender all And all to Jesus I surrender Humbly at His feet I bow And worldly pleasures all forsaken Take me, Jesus, take me now. And I surrender all. And I surrender all. And all to Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all Oh, and I surrender all And I surrender all And all to Thee, my blessed Savior I Surrender all. Amen. Bow your heads with me, church, before we dismiss. Bow your heads. Uh, God is speaking to hearts right now. God is laying upon your heart. There, there are certain things that he's asking of you, and, and I'm, I'm just going to pray for you this week. But maybe the Lord has spoken to you about something. Uh, you already know God. He's living in your life, but there's some things that you want to surrender. There's some things you want to let go of. And if that's you this morning, God is speaking to you. Just raise your hand. Pastor, pray for me. Raise your hand. No one look around. God sees these hands. Amen. God sees these hands. So, uh, out in faith. Lift your hand and say, Pastor, that is me. Pray for me. Amen. God sees that hand. I will keep you in my prayers this week. Hallelujah. God is speaking to hearts. Amen. Lord, we surrender all to you this morning. We give our burdens to you, God. Thank you 
thank you, Heavenly Father. Those who are watching online this morning, we just want to say thank you for joining us and uh, for these beautiful texts that we're getting. And uh, we just want to 